Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Ashley Pickle. I am the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Dave Campbell's Texan Live. We have a magazine and a website, texasfootball.com. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or uh, listening to us on the podcast vendor, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there in like the normal captain spot is Greg Powers. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. <laughs> uh, Powers, thanks for, for joining me today. Um, a little bit different. We're playing musical chairs a little bit this week. Um, but today is Wednesday, July 13th, 134 days until Thanksgiving, July 13th. Happy birthday to, uh, coach Brad LaPlante, the new AD down at Hutto. Happy birthday, coach. Happy birthday, coach. This is episode 1,417. Wow. It's, it's a spectacular. That's crazy. That's a lot. We're going to hit 1,500 right during the middle of the football season yeah it is wild to go back and think about like how big of an undertaking like our 1000th show was and then it's like it really feels like it hasn't been that long since then so we're uh yeah (laughs) we're quickly approaching here um but 1417 on today's show friends it is wednesday which means it's time for a little bit of cruton that's why grev is in the studio with us we'll go through and do take a look at some of the top prospects in the state in this week in recruiting and then in the back half of the show powers caught up with with Lake Travis quarterback Bo Edmondson at the State 7-on-7 tournament a couple weeks back. So we will hear Powers' conversation with Bo Edmondson. First, we have first four through the door. It was Nick Nick Morton, just Chad, Rob Hatterway, and Robert Legau. Welcome in, fellas. All right, let me get all of this. There's like a lot of stuff that I have open on my computer right now, so I kind of have to fiddle around with that. All right, are we ready here? I'm born ready for this. You always are. I'm Ashley Pickle. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. It is This Week in Recruiting with our recruiting insider, Greg Powers, um, where we take a look at some of the top prospects in the state. And realistically, most importantly, this is presented by our good chicken friends Mm. at Chicken Express. So good. That would hit right now. Oh, it's so delicious. Wednesdays, Wednesdays is always one of those days, too, where it's like it's right in the middle of the week. Like, <laughs> it's the perfect day to go out and get something. Yeah, you want that comfort food in the middle of the week, you mm-hmm. know, to get you powered through to the end of the week. And if you can have a little pleasure yes, on a Wednesday, 
go out and get you some. It's like that perfect boost that you need to get into like the better part of the week. (laughs) So it it is this week in recruiting presented by our good friends at Chicken Express. But first, we take a look at our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise is Brewer 2023 tight end. I think we're going to go Camorian. Yep. Camorian Pimpton, um, 6'6", 220 pounds. This kid is unbelievable, really stood out at the uh, State 7 on 7. He's a DCTF three-star prospect, and he has narrowed down his top three to Vanderbilt, Rice, and Colorado State. This guy was massive. Yeah, very tall. And what I really liked about him is that he has that good tight end frame, but he moves more like a wide receiver. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a guy in state this year who committed to TCU, Lafayette Kiaway, who is in the same type of mold that gets a lot of attention. He picked up a lot of big offers, but I would put them up next to each other very comparably. Just kind of tells you how deep this recruiting class is. He's could possibly end up staying in state and playing for like a school like Rice, but he mm-hmm. could also very easily end up in the SEC. Kind of talking about um, a guy who I feel like has been overlooked throughout the course of the recruiting process. He's very talented and, and really deserved to get on this list where we could talk about him a little bit more and really give credit to Fort Worth Brewer or uh, Brewer who has a lot of up and coming talent as yeah. well. You know, this is a, a school that I really like and, um, College recruiters should go by there often to see see the talent they have in Q. He's really good at high pointing the ball too. Like you can tell, he definitely has a vertical. And I mean, hey, if if Rice has already extended the offer to yeah. him, then that means that the kids got good grades. There's no doubt about that because well, we know that's a, a very big curriculum. Well, we talked about his receiver skills, but you're seeing him here playing as a true inline tight end. I like the fact that he's a, a dedicated blocker at 210, 220 pounds. Just think what he could be once he bucks up to 230, 240. He's going to be a pretty versatile guy with, with whichever offense that he ends up playing in. I, I think that he is uh, one of the more overlooked guys this in this recruiting class. Moving on now to our commit of the week. We're heading out east a little bit to the loaded I mean that I don't even know what to call it it's like a weaponry system that they have over there at Tyler Chapel Hill with 2023 defensive end um Kevion Huddleston 6'4 235 pounds and he is headed to the west of him a little bit he committed to TCU had a ton of offers coming in some from the big 12 with Kansas State Oklahoma State Texas Tech but TCU um got the nod there a three-star prospect coming in at number 97 in the DCTF top 100 yeah I really like this commitment as a matter of fact he was he made his debut basically on the recruiting landscape when he was one of the DCTF top 25 freshmen in the magazine about three years back DCTF rising and he's continued to develop at a very high level he was just a lanky dude back then and now he's six foot four in between 235 245 pounds um and has developed into what I consider to be a versatile defensive end prospect because he has the skills to um, take on blockers, the power, the the long arms, sniff out the run, but he has a good first step, gets after the quarterback pretty regularly, makes plays behind the line of scrimmage. And what I really love about his game is his versatility and his ability to flip over and play offensive tackle, mm-hmm. which is going to give him a market advantage, I think, as he transitions into college because he's going to understand what it's like to 
be a good offensive lineman and how to combat that, you know? So he's – I love these two-way players. Oh, yeah. Well, and we've always said, too, with TCU that when the defense is going, they're they're going as a team. Now, obviously, that's going to look different. It's not Gary Patterson at the helm. It's Sonny Dykes. But that's a big thing because we know Sonny Dykes is a wizard on the offensive side of the ball. So to get a defensive end like this, you can assume we'll do nothing but, but help that defense that we just don't really know what it's going to look like well they're doing a pretty good job in this recruiting class as a matter of fact i kind of give credit to all of the in-state schools right now you know um Mm -hmm. texas texas a&m tcu texas tech all these smu all these baylor all these schools are recruiting at a pretty high level and i don't know if that's more so of what we've talked about you know so much this this year about how many really good prospects there are in state but when i look at tcu's recruiting class right now when you put huddleston with a guy like avion carter who's like a true Mm -hmm. edge rushing specialist a guy who can um really at 260 pounds, play a lot of positions up front. Uh, Javion Wilcox, who flipped from Baylor, a safety from Lake Belton, who could probably slide up and play some outside linebacker. You know, when I think about Zachary Chapman, right. Montana, like their defensive players are really coming together. And I, w- I thought of this as like an offensive recruiting machine, right? They right. were doing such a great job oh, at SMU yeah. recruiting these offensive talents, getting transfer players in on the offensive side of the ball and doing a pretty good job on defense too. But I love the focus that they put on the defensive side of the ball at TCU in this class. And I think that they've not only done a good job of identifying talent, they've been get, doing a good job of getting guys who are good football players and Kevion Huddleston's another one in the fold. And as we know, defense will go a long way when you start talking about the Big 12. We're, this is this week in recruiting uh, with Greg Powers of next level athlete let's move on now to our underclassmen of the week and we're pulling a little bit of a switcheroo here um you may have heard of the 2024 safety Jaden hardy um he's coming back to elville he's back he's back he spent the spring at img academy but decided to come back and play for the fighting farmers and this is one that you know they have to be excited to get back on their roster for with offers from alabama baylor florida oklahoma tcu tennessee i'm not even going to keep going after that Texas, Texas A&M. I mean, this guy has everything, and this is a huge pickup back for Louisville. The son of former Tennessee linebacker Daryl Hardy has some uh, college pedigree. I think Jaden Hardy deserves to be mentioned in the mix as the top prospect in this 2024 class oh, wow. in state. And to me, I'm undecided on Right now, like more so than any class that I've ever covered, we don't have numerical rankings in 2024 right now on Uh DCTF because I don't know who to pick as number one. (laughs) You're dreading when you have to make that decision. Yeah, just like pull the curtain back a little bit. And we've had some deeper conversations with some of our friends. As a matter of fact, I chopped it up with Jason Howe for a really extended period of time as they're about to release, you know, some of their rankings over Mm -hmm. there. And this was um, something that we talked about extensively. And Jaden Hardy moving back into the state and playing at Louisville um, should it be in that mix I mean look at the explosion he has to the football he brings all the skill sets to the table and what I really like about him too is that he plays with a chip on his shoulder Mm -hmm. and bear in mind these are highlights from six games he only played in six games last year due to injury and he has a highlight clip like he played in 15 games no kidding so um, that's how special he is and and I think he's a guy who deserves to be in, in the talks or in the running for the number one prospect overall man what it it really is it's really going to be a, a difficult 
Um, oh yeah, I mean if this <laughs> if this is just one of your options, this is three. Like you said, he only played in six games. This is three minutes and twenty nine seconds, like three and a half minutes of all good legitimate plays. highlights, like not just you know normal plays, legitimate highlights. And you're right, it's the explosiveness also too. When you watch him on this highlight reel, he never once has his head down. I mean, eyes are up at all time, and then he can just zoom to that ball. Yeah, and I shout out to – I mean, let's just say this. Farmers has got to be one of the top five Oh, dude, the fighting farmers. Right? Absolutely. 110%. I'll wave that flag. Okay. I'm down with that. I <laughs> like, mean, I just had I to say like it. Since we we're ta- are here in since Louisville. We're talking about, yeah. Since we're talking about them, like that – it's one of my faves. It's great. And I can say, too, if you've never been to Louisville, when you drive in, the water tower has fighting farmers across it. So uh, if you're ever coming and you see that, then come visit us here you in the DCTF office. You should check out a game there, too, because like they have a great atmosphere on Friday nights. Oh, yeah. Louisville um, culture runs deep with football, and mm-hmm. it's always a lot of fun to go out there and watch a game. No doubt. And finally, we're going to talk about our recruit of the week. We're staying in the DFW area here, going to Garland, Naaman Forest to talk about 2023 defensive line and offensive lineman um, Marquise, Marcus Deal. He, uh, 6'4", announced his top six of TCU, Texas, Arkansas, Georgia, Oklahoma, and USC. So Texas and TCU being those um, Lone Star State schools in the mix here. What are How are you feeling about this one? Well, he's taken official visits to TCU, USC, and Arkansas. Texas has been a school that's been in the mix uh, for a while now, but he hasn't used one of his official visits. There spoke about maybe seeing that school later on, but I feel like now that he's announced his top six that a decision could be coming down the pipe pretty soon, or at least he has a pretty good idea of where he might want to go. Interesting factoid, or I really – think that he prefers to play on the defensive side of the football he's a two-way star at uh, Naaman Forest as a matter of fact he was DCTF super team on the offensive line but very easily could have been picked on the defensive front as well his NFL upside may be a tad bit higher as uh, an offensive lineman but I mean you're splitting hairs right when you're saying that (laughs) so I mean this is a guy who uh, could very easily be an all-american candidate at on the defensive front or as an offensive lineman and you know he he had really good comments about his Arkansas official visit and Arkansas has really been hot in the Lone Star State recently as a matter of fact I think that they picked up two commitments this week one from Brad Spence um down at Klein Forest and another from Jalen Braxton who switched his commitment from um, Michigan State to Arkansas. Sorry, Mal, pal. Mal. <laughs> uh, it happened. Um, so Arkansas has been doing pretty good in the Lone Star State. USC has been a factor, you know, with the Lincoln with Lincoln Riley at the helm and they're a school that's pretty hot in recruiting and of course TCU is in the mix here so they're the, you know, the local option but I, mean, I, I gun to my head I'm going to Arkansas, but I really don't really don't. Know. I really seriously. like. Well, and how much does it play a factor into? Obviously, you can take a look at some of the teams that have been recruiting him and there are holes in going to I'm assuming there's going to be holes in some of those teams for an offensive lineman and holes in some of those for a defensive lineman. Right. So I guess it kind of goes to on is Arkansas the one saying, hey, yeah, you can come play on our defensive line or yeah, that kind of thing. Exactly. And I'll. Again, I'm going to give you guys that are listening to this. I mean, you're our loyal, our loyal followers, right? Like these we have are a the Grev people, inside scoop. Like these are the things that you can like look for as a recruiting right. expert. You can be a recruiting expert at home if you're really into this kind of stuff. But when I pull up his, some of his profiles, he has no predictions. 
mm-hmm. right? Like no one's went out on a limb to say where he's going to go to school at. And knowing what I know about recruiting media mm-hmm. in the markets of TCU and Arkansas, I know that they're both dialed in, mm-hmm. but would not pick a school, would not pick the like crystal ball or right. recruiting prediction unless like the coaching staff had tipped them off. Had, yeah, nudged right? them a little bit. But USC is very aggressive. Right, yes. When it comes to that stuff. So if they had an inkling that he might be coming there because of the market, mm-hmm. there would be a pick out there. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Someone to somewhere. me, you know, T leaves here. Uh-huh. I'm saying TCU or Arkansas just based on some little facts that I've picked up <laughs> and gleaned from knowing the market so well. I love it. This is like a like a detective story. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it just comes naturally, right? Like, oh, it comes yeah. naturally to me because I know who the people are. But, right. Um, if one of those picks comes in. For one of those schools, you can almost take it to the bank, right? Because it's going to be a last-minute type of thing, and they're going to have some recruiting insight there. And they do a really good job of covering both of those markets. They're both dialed in. So um, keep an eye on that. But since there's no pick, that kind of is like actually a clue. Clue, yeah. That's a clue for me. So there you go, guys. Uh, Know your recruiting markets. There you go. A guy who always knows his recruiting markets. It is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. You can follow him on Twitter at G Powers Scout and follow Next Level Athlete at Next Level D1. Powers, uh, stay right there because you're going to introduce the next thing. Let's do it. <laughs> we are Texas football today. We are here every weekday at noon talking football in the Lone Star State. We hope you will consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. And I'm actually going to go ahead and throw up this graphic right here. If you are not one yet, you can scan that QR code or go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Uh, We haven't shown you the covers in a little bit, so we'll bring this back up. All of our subscribers, they already have their magazine. So if you would like your magazine sent to you, um, because they're not going to be hitting store shelves until August. So if you want to go ahead and get that before the month of August rolls around and school starts ramping up, go ahead, scan that QR code or go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe to get yours today. Also going to talk about our friends at Athletes to Athletes. Every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage. Every parent wants their child to be the best. But is making your target list of schools based on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics, location, coaching style, financial aid? There are so many factors that should be considered when selecting a college program outside of on-field performance. Our friends at Athletes to Athletes have put together a recruiting guide centered around providing a broader, more holistic perspective about what your college experience could be, complete with checklists, do's and don'ts, key strategies, and much more. This 22-page guide covers every Everything you and your family should know as you walk through your college recruiting journey. For a limited time, Athletes to Athletes is offering this guide for free to our audience here on Texas Football Today. Just go to athletes to athletes.com forward slash Dave Campbell today to download your free college recruiting guide. That's athletes to athletes.com floor forward slash Dave Campbell. Guys, we are doing it for free, for free. You can download this. So go to that website now and you can get this for free. It will absolutely help your athletes. If you know any sort of parents that are dealing with this right now, that are going through this recruiting process with their kiddos, go ahead and send them that link. Athletes, to athletes.com slash Dave Campbell. 
All right, Powers, we have one more order of business to do today, and we're going to dial it back a couple weeks, but who did you talk to at State 7-on-7 tournament? We caught up with uh, Bo Edmondson, quarterback at Lake Travis High School, who's going on to play his college football at Michigan State. Great interview, and Michigan State got a good one in Bo, and as a matter of fact, they're really recruiting the Lone Star State very aggressively now, Mm -hmm. and he was the guy who kind of opened up the gate. He was the first commitment from Texas for that class. I think it might have been Mallory Hartley, but you, you know, we'll see. Here's Powers' conversation with Lake Travis quarterback Bo Edmondson. News for you this year, you made a commitment to play in the, at the Power 5 level at Michigan State, but before we talk about that, I want to discuss, you know, your development as a player, your development as a leader at Lake Sir. Travis, which I have to say, there's some pressure on the quarterback at Lake Travis. How's, how's it been going? It's been going good. Um, I really got thrusted into the position sophomore year when our then quarterback, Nate Yarnell, he, he got banged up in practice, and I was only a sophomore at the time. Um, so I really had to fill that role pretty quick, was battling out with, uh, with another one of the QBs at the time. Um, but just being able, to, being able to see what it takes growing up here from other quarterbacks like Baker and Charlie Brewer and I think 12 other quarterbacks yeah. who are going to go Every year. It. Every year. Um, so it's just cra- it's awesome to see what it takes to play at the Power 5 level and to lead pretty much a Power 5 high school. Kind of assess your own game. You're from the outside looking in. I know you're probably a a tape uh, warrior as well, like to watch a lot of tape. Kind of a a breakdown, your spring football experience. How are you you looking heading into your senior season? Yeah, you know, spring was good. Um, My sophomore year, we didn't get to have spring ball. So my junior and going into my senior year, we really got to cherish the spring. And... Spring is very important, especially when you're dealing with a bunch of young guys that we're doing, uh, that we're having this year. So just being able to coach them up, um, get them on the same page, and showing them what it takes to consistently go to the fifth round and to the state championship. What's it like playing at Lake Travis? I have to, I always say watching uh, Hank Carter practice is like watching uh, professional or college-level practice. Yeah. It's really detail-oriented. Exactly. Uh, there's a lot of focus on every position. What's it like really actually being a guy playing for one of the best programs in the state? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, just the facilities alone that we have um, between our weight room, our film room, um, and our locker room and everything. It's Dr- just drones flying around. Drones flying around every practice. Yep. I mean, we have three angles for every play at practice and five for every rep in, in the game. So just just being able to study study the film um, and the players. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing about Lake Travis is the players that come through here. It got built uh, with uh, I would say the 2026 20, or 2006 team yeah. with Todd Reesing. Um That really started it off and. We just continue to build on the legacy. All right, switching gears, Michigan State, man, you made your your commitment there, verbal commitment. Um, what was it about the Spartans program that made you feel comfortable enough yeah. that that's going to be your future home? Yeah, you know, I've just been talking a lot with the offense coordinator, Coach Johnson, and then finally getting to meet Coach Tucker um, and getting up to campus. I went up there in January and it was about four degrees, and I really didn't bother me that much. Um, I loved the campus, loved the atmosphere, and I mean. Like everybody's saying, Tuck coming. So what what he's building up there, it's it's special. We got five commits from the state of Texas going to play in Michigan, so that's that's really unheard of. It was a great commitment from the state of Texas yeah. when you pulled the trigger, right? Um, but momentum seems to have really been building here in yeah. the Lone Star State. Why do you feel like uh, Coach Tuck is having so much um, 
I don't even want to use it. Like, his success is resounding here right yeah. now. Yep. It's, I really think it's the culture up there. I, I asked a bunch of the players, like Kate Hauser, Peyton Thorne, all of them, and they say it, it all starts with the culture. Everybody shows up every day ready to work, ready to put in the hours. Um, and it really showed, it showed we went from two wins to, I believe, 10 or 11 wins this year, and we beat the school down the road. So that's all you can ask for. He's already talking about Michigan victories right now. He's already getting the rivalry ready. Yes, sir. Bo Edmondson, Lake Travis quarterback, DCTF Hot 100 member, man. Thanks for the time. Good luck with your upcoming senior season. And, of course, we'll be watching you as you transition into college. Thank you. Appreciate it. There he is, Lake Travis quarterback Bo Edmondson, taking the time to speak with uh, Grev over here. And I really think you said it when you came on. Um, we need to get you doing more interviews in that hat. Yeah, no doubt. And I would say, like, just watching that video from Texas Seven on Seven, that was. I feel like we're in the upside down in a way. Like every day since then's been over a hundred, like a hundred and five. Whether yes. you've been in College Station or Dallas, yes, it's been like a severe heat wave Maybe. from those days until this day. It's like when it all started. Yeah. So this, what you're saying is, this might be our fault. Oh, I <laughs> we, hope it's not, we, man. We I would started. love to have like a respite. Like ninety five looks glorious. Yes. Yeah. No kidding. Um, we appreciate Bo Edmondson taking the time to talk with Greg Powers at the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. It's time for final thoughts, and we want to remind you, Friday, 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 big day, maybe not for you, but for us around these parts. Um, our first, our premiere of WTF, Women Talking Football, with myself and uh, my associate producer, Mallory Hartley, will be having our first episode. Um, typically... The show will air at 2 o'clock on Thursdays, but we're switching it for the premiere of it. We're actually going to do a TFT takeover. So wherever you're watching this show right now, whether it be YouTube, Facebook, on the website, on Twitter, come back at noon on Friday. July 15th, this upcoming Friday, and we will be doing our first hour-long special of Women Talking Football WTF, so we hope that you will join us for that. Um, after that, we will be heading down to coaching school, so we'll be off next Monday and Tuesday, but we have shows for the rest of the week, but first, thanks for hopping on, Powers. You're welcome. You Let's ready for coaching again. school? I'm, I'm as ready as I'm going to get. It <laughs> That is a great way to put it. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Make sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. And, of course, see all of our fine work at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to our guest, Bo Edmondson, for his time and for Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. My name is Ashley Pickle. You want to do it? You want to do the thing? Vince Young. Please come get your player of the year trophy. We won't have to hear Tepper pine for it anymore. Yeah. So come and get it. Just do it. Come and get it. <laughs> we will see you guys tomorrow on Texas Football Today.